0: Welcome back to the Rick and Daphs Podcast. I'm Daphs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are cybernetic sex robots sent from the past. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> we are here unscripted and raw. That's right, Rick. That's right. We're and f- what do we have on today's docket? Well, today we are doing one of our famous questions episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here in quarantine day what is it 14 no it's like almost like a month right it feels like a thousand i don't even know it's probably only been like 17 days you know what's weird is that i already kind of don't know what day it is most of the time because Mm -hmm. of the job that i do um because i just am kind of going on a rotation schedule so i'm like oh like it must be this day because like you know i've worked x days and now i'm off x days but now that nobody's working i have literally no clue what day it is because usually i can tell like if i wake up and i don't know what day it is i'm like i look out the window and i see like an empty parking lot i'm like oh it's a weekday Mm -hmm. but now nobody's going anywhere yeah i mean it's working uh a nine to five monday through friday job um It always feels like it's both a Sunday and a Tuesday at the same time Mm. because like you get off work and you're already home and it's still light out because that's new. You know, it's it's getting light out longer and longer um, and that's pretty new in the last month and a half. So you're like, oh man, it feels like a weekend. And then it always feels like it's already a weekend yeah it, it's like yeah there's like that's the weird thing about this it's like there's no defined like when the week starts and ends because nobody's like really going anywhere like mm-hmm. i'm still going to work because i have to mm-hmm. um still working at the old icu <laughs> but um yeah there's like no dif- dif- definitive like it's like the whole like country got grounded yeah <laughs> And they've just extended it now to April 30th yeah. for the shelter in place. So, uh, Well, never fear, good citizen. Uh, we are here for you. Mm-hmm. As my grandfather would say, you are a good citizen if you are staying home. Highest mm-hmm. praise. Daphs, <laughs> <laughs> are you a good citizen if you've been staying home? I have been staying home. Um, I did drop off a lasagna uh, to Sonia because you she had surgery what <laughs> i didn't go outside it's true you just put thousands of lives at risk <laughs> no <laughs> that's that was hyperbole <laughs> um but i i will say stay home and stay safe people um venture out only for groceries and to drop off lasagnas at injured friends homes <laughs> mm-hmm uh my uh sister in law, like of all times, actually just had an emergency appendectomy. <laughs> oh no. She's That's home like the worst. Thankfully she's home now. Um, but yeah, she was just like all of a sudden she was like, Man, my stomach really hurts in the night, and then like went to the ED and they're like, uh, you need to have an appendectomy now. <laughs> yeah. So um she got she was one of the few people that gets surgery now. <laughs> Of all well, times to get surgery in the middle of like COVID is like the worst. time. I mean, right right now is actually way better than like, say, in a month from now, because if it continues to spike the way they're saying, it's just going to be like, there's just no no or, beds. or like right after it's over. Oh, yeah. Then like everybody's like, I'm like, I need that toe surgery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to get that toe surgery now. I was thinking about that, too. Um, not to get too sidetracked, but I was thinking about that too, with the, um, like haircuts, Mm -hmm. like if, when the haircut place opens, is everybody just going to swarm it? Oh my gosh. Yes. So, uh, we have several, uh, hair salons and, um, hair artists and stylists, um, on our, our Facebook page, um, that we're friends with and, A bunch of them have sent out this like pledge to their uh, their customers that they want the customers to take, which is I won't touch my hairs until you touch my hairs, which is like I won't cut my own hair while we're in quarantine until I get back and then you'll you'll have like your job. I'm not going to like, you know, go without but now that it's like three months, everyone's gonna have like shaggy. Yeah, bobs. that's it is kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if this is like inadvertently gonna bring back like certain hairstyles or like all of a sudden beards are back in fashion and like like it's like the eighteen like that early like um nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds where like people have giant mustaches again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so we yeah. should we dive into our topics or Absolutely. our questions? <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, One of my favorite things about this podcast is that we come up with interesting topics, um, but not all of them are big enough to merit an entire episode or even a half an episode. So as they kind of build up, eventually we get to the point where we have enough to do a whole episode with just those like random questions. Um, And this is one of those times. And by the way, can I just say that I'm so glad that we're back in action more frequently now that we've figured out our our Skype situation. Absolutely. Um, it makes me so happy. Okay. Daphs, this first question was yours. So I want you to explain it so I can fully understand it. Uh, basically the, the idea for a podcast episode that didn't seem quite large enough for a full on episode is, um, what would it be like if you had to interview for your job? Like the job that you currently have, like let's say make a rule that says, Everyone has to interview for the job they have every five years. So wait, so you already have the job, but then yeah. you like the positions open again, or like you still have it, but somebody comes in and interviews for it. Yeah. Or, like Essentially like, so I worked as a home hospice nurse for six years at the fifth year mark. My position would go up for grabs. And people from outside or inside the, you know, network uh company could apply for it. And I would have to interview it against them to keep my job. Are you in the same room? Like, at the same time? Or are you both just interviewing separately? I feel like it would be 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 better. Everyone interviews separately. No, see, I think it's better if you're in the same room at the same time. Why? Uh, Because, like, it can... um, I think it could put the pressure on you to, like, see how you cope under the stress. I mean, I, th- I think so. I think that... Here, let's do a little role play. Mm-hmm. Hello, Sam. David, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, David, uh, you were tardy um, 13 times last year. Sam, I see that you have an attendance award from your uh, previous employer. <laughs> David, what would you do <laughs> to make uh your attendance uh more uh in line with us Samantha's here. Okay, I definitely see what you're <laughs> saying now. You you you're making the employees have to have goals that they're going to improve themselves. That you're pitting them against each other. Mhm. Yeah. I, I think a- Maybe I think like, a big part of it comes down to, like, I have the experience in my job, and they will not have to train someone to do what I do. So really, the other candidate has to be worth all that dead time of training and then be more efficient than me for a longer time period to make up that, that time. But i have a feeling that this would absolutely inspire people to get like dirt on their managers (laughs) Mm. so that they can't be unhired as we're going to call it so there is like a couple things that i immediately thought of is and the first one was uh blackmail like you would said but the Mm -hmm. other one was man i would love to be the boss who got to do that (laughs) mostly because i like would love to have let like that small amount of power go to my head Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i'd be like uh like it wouldn't even be for your job it would just be like well we're making cuts and um uh i've taken the liberty of lighting your horseless carriage ablaze (laughs) (laughs) if you can put it out before your car burns to the ground you may keep your job (laughs) But I would also use very old-timey words like horseless care. <laughs> but see, in this scenario, your situation, you would be applying for your job as well, just slightly after me. So here's, once everyone below you has been decided, then you have to interview here's for your Here's what job. I would actually do, though. Like, if I... like. Instead of empl- uh, like applying for my own job after five years, I would employ um, apply for my boss's job mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. And then we would have to interview together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that way, like, see, then I'd like you employ that blackmail I had on them. It wouldn't just be to keep my old lame job. It would be to take their job. I would assuredly lose the job that I was currently currently held, but Mm -hmm. I would like potentially put a lot of pressure on them (laughs) or just like you go in and they're like, okay, uh, tell me about this job. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off. I'm actually conducting this interview. (laughs) Can you, can you just imagine like, like you go into interview for your job and you just intentionally bomb it Mm -hmm. and just like, just say insulting, mean, crude, Terrible. horrible things to your boss until they get so mad that they yell at you uh-huh. and you're like, You're unhired. Get uh-huh. out of here. <laughs> and then you go to an interview like, two days later with them for their job. You casually and, just like, like, and you're like collect oh, your things. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very, uh, calm under pressure the last thing you want is to have someone yelling and screaming in the office <laughs> and then you show a video of them <laughs> screaming and yelling <laughs> I like, like that. if you could bomb your own interview <laughs> so that you could ace your next interview one of my favorite ideas like of all time would be to just apply for random jobs that i don't want and then to go in and then just bomb the interviews like really bad like and it's just like go to a fred meyer and be like do do i get a locker (laughs) just well we haven't decided if you're hired yet uh i have a lot of coats can i keep my coats in there (laughs) just ask some really strange questions well you start doing lunges in the interview or push-ups or something gotta stay active Every hour on the hour, I'm always doing push ups. <laughs> There's um one either podcaster or YouTuber or maybe they're a radio show person. But the thing they do is they call in to random businesses like once a month and try to get fired. <laughs> even though they don't work there. <laughs> and so like on one of them, like they call into a Best Buy and they're like, Hey, this is Jill. Uh, he's like, Hey Jill, uh, it's Randy. So, um, I haven't, I haven't met you yet. Um, but I've met Todd and like, Todd's actually a ripper, isn't there. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, so, uh, I, I've been working for like three or four days. Um, but, uh, I, I, need a, I need a call out sick today. And she's like, Oh, okay. You're not, you're not feeling well. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm feeling fine. Um, it's just like it's a really nice day out. I found out my <laughs> friends are going to the beach. Um, and I had heard that you could use, you know, you have up to eight, six days to use. So I just wanted to call on sick today. And she goes, Randy, you can't do that. That's not how sick days work. And he's like, But you're not supposed to like ask me why. No, but you just told me why. Okay, but you can't tell anyone because it's confidential. But that's not how that works, Randy. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm really sick, okay? And like, and like, it's like hilarious. She just goes off on him and like fires him. But he never worked there. He doesn't exist. There's no Randy. And it's just, it just gets people's heckles up or, or hackles up or whatever uh, you want to call that's it. That's funny. <laughs> It's like really that would bug me so much. It's harder to listen to, but it's Is it still okay fun? if I bring my service dog into work. <laughs> oh, are you are you differently abled? No, no, he literally serves me. I he carries <laughs> around my beverages. <laughs> he's got a he's got a little uh, backpack that has some beers <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh, no, you can't do that. Mm, I'm pretty sure I can. <laughs> Gotta be I'll- careful though. He'll bite for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also, he marks his territory frequently. <laughs> he gets a locker, too, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I said previously, I have a lot of coats. <laughs> just keep circling back to the coats. I just feel like there is a couple... The coats question is, like, a perfect one because it's, like... It's not, like inherently bad or like wrong but there's just something kind of weird about it where the when this person just keeps circling back to the fact that they have a lot of coats they need to store at the, it makes you like wonder like one are they just like so bad at like taking care of their own closet space and or, like they're a hoarder or that they need closet space for coats is coats a euphemism for something else that you mm-hmm. don't know are there drugs in the coat like, it's, like, what's going on with this, with this coat situation? I feel like it's a good way to not say anything but get people to question reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, as you know, Daphs, I spend a lot of time thinking about mm-hmm. ways to make people question reality without actually doing anything. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> Should we move on? I think so, yeah. Okay, uh, sign of the times. Um, you're on COVID island, Daphs. Um, I would leave. Well, this is a different type of Covid island. You were actually escaped the covid oh, and you are on an island where there is no and covid it's, and it's called Covid Island. What are the odds of that? <laughs> it's poorly named. I mean, poor think mar- about that Great product, poor marketing <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can only eat one sandwich while you're in quarantine uh for the rest of your quarantine. What's it gonna be? Reuben a Reuben? A Reuben. What? That's a terrible choice. That's a great. Why choice. Why is that a great choice? Isn't the it Reuben has, just like beef and like like shred, right? Roast it, beef. Okay, so and like so bread. It, it goes, ally neutral axis. All right. So you have uh, your Russian dressing. That's your axis. Um, you have your Swiss cheese. That's your neutral, and then you have your uh, corned beef. Sorry, quick not beef, Uh Your sauerkraut—that's the axis. So you have allies, the Russian dressing, then you have the Swiss cheese, then you have the uh, sauerkraut. All that with some corned beef on a, some Jewish rye. Mmm. There's nothing better. Uh, I think that's a terrible choice. One, you're on an island. Uh, that's going to get dried out really fast. <laughs> Wait, am, am I making like a thousand of them and having to store them? Or I don't know, maybe. <laughs> That's why this question is just on the questions episode. Okay, then what is your correct answer? Uh, The obvious answer is peanut butter and jelly. No. Yes. You can eat peanut butter and jelly every day for months. You can. Okay. Do you think you could eat a Reuben sandwich every day? I don't think that dressing would hold. I could. I think it would get soggy and nasty every day, all day. Here's the thing about why PB&J is wrong. A Reuben sandwich, at the very worst, your fingers get a little bit juicy from the sauerkraut. Uh, it'll get more than juicy. I'm, okay. We're talking oily. We're, we're, we're talking PB&J jam hands. <laughs> you want jam hands when you're surrounded by sand? Do you have any idea how hard it is to get that off? I'm also surrounded by water. I could just walk in and rinse them off. <laughs> so you're going to have to wash your hands in the ocean every <laughs> single time you want to eat. Uh, yep. <laughs> no no That's there are terrible. leaves I, plus if you're making these sandwiches kind of a messy there's eater no way also it. what kind of messy eater are you if you have to like like you have jam hands like how much how much jam are you putting on this jelly or whatever a solid amount of jam and jelly you're over it, it's jamming not a and, your sandwich it's not a pb and j if there's not twice as much j to the pb no it's 50 50 no way it's 50 yeah you have to no have because 50/50. then it's Peanut butter is already naturally a little bit dry. And then you have two things of bread. It's too dry. You can't have three-fourths of your sandwich be dry. It has to be 50-50 dry and what wet. What kind of bread are you using? Classic uh, white bread? wheat. Wheat? Sourdough? No, so you need white bread. That's why. That's your problem. If you Honestly, if you do a rye, a, a solid rye? rye is really, really rye good. Is so, uh, rye is so tough. I'm telling you, you gotta try PB and J on rye. It's Gee, phenomenal. So, you add a little bit of mayonnaise too. It sounds crazy. It softens up and sweetens the peanut butter. Or you know, you just use white bread, like regular person, white or bread buttermilk like bread, such, also very oh, soft. That, that'll give you. That'll give you. But white bread is just so nutritionally lacking. You're on an island. <laughs> you've got. This is all you've got. <laughs> Yeah, so you want as much nutrition as possible, not as least. Well, nutrition you're gonna as possible. get like you're gonna get bloated and fat with all your salty Reuben intake. God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope I gain weight on an island <laughs> when I'm stuck there and not starving to death. Uh, I disagree. See, with the jam, I've got a, like I got some sugars, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I've got protein and some healthy fats in the peanut butter. You have and I've f- got my four carbs. different sources of high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> No, see I've got homemade jam that I'm using. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I so, but but we do need to agree on one thing, which is what? you do not put 50% jelly, 50% peanut butter because the bread is already slightly dry. So you it, have it d- to have see, more than 50 See, that's the problem jelly. is that you're choosing the wrong surface to put your um PB&J on. You ha- if you choose buttermilk bread, then you're fine. Are you toasting the bread or not? I could go either way. I've I've toasted. I've untoasted. See, PB and J's are the only sandwich I could ever consider having an untoasted bread. Otherwise, I do not eat bread that's untoasted. I don't do it. I think the real question is like, what kind of island are you on? Is it a hot island? Do you have shelter? Do you have a microwave? You know, like, do you have a kitchen? <laughs> is it a resort? <laughs> or did you just wash on shore with a thousand PB and J's? <laughs> it's <laughs> just to just, be there. It's just a small little bit of grass with a fountain on it in the middle of a golf course (laughs) (laughs) that you're just like living on. (laughs) I mean, I respect to somebody who does does that. There's probably somebody in Florida doing that right now. (laughs) Too many gators. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And they can smell that sugar (laughs) Mm -hmm. off that off that J. (laughs) See, that's the that's the one downside. If you're like living with predators, then the PB and today sandwich might be a bad call. Or ants? Mm, see, uh, if the the ants like you, if you have, if you've got like it in storage, then I'm all that's fine. I feel like you're okay. <laughs> so as long as we're on a warm tropical island with storage, <laughs> well, I feel like your plan is still way worse than mine. I mean, if I'm if I'm going to go down, I'm going down eating a in. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna half-ass it. I'm going to have the best sandwich there is before I die. Well, that was a shocking amount of arguing about sandwiches. Um, I still vehemently disagree with you. Um, I really hope that somebody will email or text in or whatever and and help straighten this out. Um, Rickanddafs at gmail.com is our email. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be posting uh, Daf's phone number. (laughs) to the internet (laughs) so you can text him with your thoughts anytime or ask for unsolicited uh, medical marital or (laughs) sexual advice. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Moving on. Um, It's it's all the same. (laughs) Oh no. Pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Uh, That's that was an unexpected turn. Okay. Um, Now, this almost could have gone into the other question, like the first question. I'm not sure. Uh, Would you rather like if let's say like nationally they instituted a bring your blank to work day child or mother, which would you choose? Mm. I feel like there are pros and cons to each. Like if you were kind of a terrible boss, is it to my specific job? Uh, I think it could depend. I I think obviously it would be. Or like, is this is this just like comparing child or mother for I most think, jobs in general? I think most jobs in general. Okay. Um, I feel like if you were a bad boss, that bringing your child would be easier because they wouldn't realize it. But your mom would be like, they would know that you were really like a jerk or like whatever and might call you out. And or tell terrible, embarrassing stories about you. <laughs> See, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like when you have a kid, your boss kind of, it just like gives you the day somewhat off and it's like, whatever. All right. So you're not getting anything done today, but like your kid, their boss is, what whatever if their kid or mother is there. Well, I mean, yeah, then they've then, all got their kids there. Even if their no kid one, is like 40 years old, they have to go. <laughs> then no one's getting any work done. Whereas. If you bring your mom to work, if I brought my mom to work and she mm-hmm. knew like, she she's spending the day with me, mm-hmm. she would bring, like, cookies or some kind of, like, food. And then everyone would be like, oh, my God, Joyce, you're so great. Thank you so much. And she'd be like, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And my mom would just talk everyone's ear off. My mom gets along with everyone. And especially when you bring, like, cookies to start off with. Like, and if everyone's mom was there and everyone's mom bought drinks and snacks and orange slices, we'd all just hang out. All the That's employees true. would be like, sitting on the floor like talking and all moms would be like standing like in our desk chairs and like <laughs> telling embarrassing it, stories about all of us. Maybe using our work computers to go on Facebook and show photos. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm imagining too is a, like a situation where you have to like where somebody's like giving somebody the business like this report is poorly done and I think it's terrible. You should be ashamed of yourself and embarrassed, and then all of a sudden from the corner, it's like, you know, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> you at the bed until you were 12 years old. <laughs> See, I've got pictures. Why do you have pictures of that? <laughs> I, I imagine it being that way, and then I also imagine like my mom being like, hey, that's not fair. You don't get to talk to him like that at <laughs> all. Knock that tone off. <laughs> yeah, stop that. <it>. Sorry. <laughs> David... To be fair, your margins are much too wide on this and <laughs> honestly, your bibliography is not in alphabetical order. I don't understand. You've been to school. You should know this. You're better than this. And I'd be like, "Mom, you're here to defend me, not to- No, no, I'm an impartial judge honey. That's how we raised you and you know that." <laughs> it would be funny if your like your mother's job was far more impressive than yours so they just like came in and they were even more cutthroat than you. <laughs> then all of a sudden they've taken your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just imagine like what's the like, like what, what's the biggest danger of having like some, someone you know come in to your job my problem is is I have Stacy if I brought Stacy into my work she would be so so helpful she would help me out of a job she would explain to them how they can automate everything that I do <laughs> and they'd be like oh yeah it's simple programming and then you're done so, honey, what is it that you do? Literally everything you just built that machine <laughs> well, to do. Nothing anymore. <laughs> Guess I'm a stay-at-home husband. <laughs> My problem is, is that Molly and I do the same job, but I feel like if people met her, they would find her much more preferable. So they'd be like, why we why don't we just fire him and hire her instead? <laughs> She's much nicer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think either way, nothing gets done. Mothers, at least, like if it was like cop, could like maybe shoot a gun or something, <laughs> where children would just get in the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, kids
0: can shoot guns too, not accurately. You, you didn't say they had to do it well. <laughs> I just picture like a bank. Uh, there's like a bank heist. <laughs> you like pull up. You like pull a shotgun out of the back. Toss it to your mom. She's like. <laughs> you toss it to your toddler. Just knocks them over. Yeah. it's Not helpful. <laughs> but the problem is, is the bank robbers. They brought their mom too. And she's really scary with a shotgun. She's like. It's like, remember all those times I had to clean up your messes? (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) bank robber's like, hand over the money, no one gets hurt. And she's like, no one said no one gets hurt. I dare any one of you. I will kill every single person here. (laughs) Deborah, we need to step that back a whole bunch. Okay, this is a 7-Eleven, not an ATM machine. (laughs) We're not taking down Wells Fargo. This This is a convenience store. I love it. <clears throat> if the bank robbers and the moms, or sorry, and the bank robbers and the police brought their moms, things could get pretty intense. <laughs> but they're still brownies. <laughs> Don't talk to my son that way. <laughs> yeah. Who wants cookies? <laughs> <laughs> Lay down, covering fire. Okay, but first, we're going to sit down and talk about how this is affecting us, and we're going to have some tea. <laughs> yeah mom no one wants to do that okay everyone's sitting down and having tea (laughs) one of the but she's demanding that everyone do that including the burglars (laughs) one of them makes a break for it she's like we got a runner she tosses a sniper rifle to one of the other moms on a cop car (laughs) all right i winged him he's not going anywhere (laughs) Barbara just makes a midfield tackle straight to the center of gravity. (laughs) Look at that form. Oh, my God. She's like, like, I raised three high school linebackers. (laughs) I know good form. (laughs) Right in the numbers. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Or you're a football coach. (laughs) Like, uh, let's say Pete Carroll's mom is there. (laughs) She's like... I don't know, Pete. You might want to run the ball. <laughs> might not want to pass it. <laughs> Mom, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Intercepted. I'm not going to say I told you so. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you never listen. Are you still chewing gum? Yeah. You're 76 years <laughs> old. This is a terrible habit. <laughs> I just picture her like younger and smaller, but even more spry and with more energy. Right. (laughs) Also tackling practice dummies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So I'm going to go moms on that one for sure. I just feel like the moms is better. Universally mothers would just cause a havoc that I would love to see. Although in this universe, all the mothers are deeply supportive. (laughs) OK, um, this is perhaps so I'm going to switch these questions around um, this question. We might have answered slash asked on a previous episode, but I can't remember whether we posted it or not. And I honestly can't remember my thoughts. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if we did post it, listener, um, you will get a completely different answer from me. Probably. <laughs> I love how you say listener singular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to myself in the future. <laughs> I'm the only one that listens to this show. Daphs doesn't even listen to it. He's like, I don't have time for this crap. <laughs> I was into about maybe, maybe maybe half the episodes, maybe. If I'm feeling depressed, I'll listen to it because it is the Seinfeld of podcasts, where nothing, oh, yeah. where nothing significant or important is happening. It's just all nonsense. Yep. Um. So if you need an, I feel like we're the perfect antidote for quarantine. Hmm. Uh, by the way, did you see that? Uh, tw- or handle Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I can't remember what it was, but it was like talking about how like people in other circumstances like arose to do like great things. And then it like listed a bunch of things that people did when they were under duress. And then it mm-hmm. was like me post 40 or 40 posts under the fake name, Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> okay. Uh, question. Dafts. um, <laughs> If I am out in a in in a storm, let's say it's storming, and I've got my umbrella, as that one uh, female pop star would say, under mm-hmm. my umbrella, I'm under it. However, a, a massive gust of wind comes and takes my umbrella away, and then that umbrella kills someone. <laughs> am I responsible, or is that an act of God? Because I say act of God. It depends on how quickly after it kills someone. So Let's, I would say if it if it falls out of your hand and hits someone like three feet away and takes their head off, that's on you because you dropped your umbrella and your thing caused it. Now, if your umbrella f- flies into the street and a car swerves and hits someone, that's the driver's fault. What if I'm like 12? Tw- what if this like gust of wind is super strong, it comes, it rips it out of my hand, and then somebody like 20 feet away gets impaled? Because hey, my- I'd, st- I'd still say that's probably your fault. How is that my fault? A gust of wind took it. We're out yeah. in hurricane situations. And you decided to bring <laughs> an umbrella, which is the wrong choice. <laughs> with, a, with a pointy spear on the end? Yes. You sharpened it at home. <laughs> Why was that necessary? Yeah, I feel like that's act of God, like insurance. Like if the apartment burns down, then both the leaser and the lessee, you get to walk away without any, like nobody owes anybody anything. I feel like in that situation, I'm not that's, liable. That, that's not how fires work at all. <laughs> no, if an apartment complex burns down. No, no, no. Like if it gets struck by lightning, you know, like act of God type of thing. Yeah, but your insurance still covers that because it's no, still a fire. But but there is like a clause that's like a basically an act of god clause it's like you you can get out of your lease you don't have to pay anymore like if you're yeah well of course you wouldn't pay anymore the building's gone <laughs> oh I, I don't think that this is how this works <laughs> it's exactly how it works i know tons about the law anyways <laughs> I feel like I would argue that's an act of God. That gust of wind, the 30 miles an hour, ripped the. Uh, even. I feel like a reasonable person would not have been able to hold on to that umbrella and it would have gotten ripped out of their hand and impaled somebody. Let's say it's not me. Let's say I'm not. It's not me. It's an older woman who's like, let's say one of the moms from the previous question. She's 58 mm-hmm. years old. She's mm-hmm. out, she's gone for a walk to get groceries she's on her way home when a storm arises she pulls out her trusty umbrella then a gust of wind rips it from her hand and impales the the man walking nearby i mean it's it's manslaughter it's not murder (laughs) but it's still manslaughter you might not do any actual time for it but you are still liable for like his like Disag- health and all disagree. those <laughs> i don't i don't think that anyone disagrees with me other than you i'm pretty sure I the com- law is pretty clear on okay that. i completely disagree i would like you to pull stacy and i will pull molly and we will get back on this one because i, I, I are we gonna pause it right now no oh. i don't have time for that <laughs> <laughs> there's no way she's coming in from the other room she's it's, playing video games right now it's <laughs> all fine but we will on a previous on the next episode we will talk about this because i strenuously disagree i feel mm-hmm. like if my those are the breaks <laughs> <clears throat> i'm not responsible <laughs> the umbrella was ripped from my hand and stabbed man <laughs> not my fault <laughs> If I threw the umbrella at him and he got impaled, then yeah, I should have to pay reparations. But otherwise, nope. (laughs) Act of God. I'm scot-free. Okay. But you have to secure your items. If you have a firearm and you don't secure it properly and someone gets a hold of it and hurts someone, you're still liable for that. Yeah, but we're not talking about a gun. We're talking about an umbrella. No, but it's the same idea. It's in not that situation, the same idea. It's one a deadly them, object. But one of them is, is used to hurt people. The other one is not. Like, I get what you're saying, like people that don't secure their loads, like in trucks. But let's say I have, like, the umbrella in my hand. Like, what more am I supposed to do? Not have an umbrella in Gusty Wind. See, you're saying I should not have an umbrella in Gusty Wind. You might not be punished, but you will be penalized. You know what I mean? You might not go to jail, you might be fined. Nope, disagree. I don't think you could be fined for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find a a law enforcement and and ask them. So lesson learned, people, if like carry your umbrellas without fear. I have a friend actually whose like husband is a police officer. I will later Marco Polo her with this exact question and see what her response is. Um, (laughs) That turned out to be a much more um, like fight than I thought it would be. It was a fight last time too. (laughs) I don't remember. I thought in my mind you always agree with everything I say. You're right, Rick. (laughs) That's how I remember it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Last. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Last question. Uh, Best captain. Captain Hook or Governor Tarkin. Uh, for those of you who don't remember who aren't super nerds, Governor Tarkin was in charge of the Death Star. Now, he technically wasn't a captain. He was a governor, but he was in charge of a spaceship. So we're going to kind of fudge the numbers a little bit. My question is: Is if he's a governor, that means people are living on the Death Star? Cause governor is a, it's it's not a military uh, yeah, position; but, it's yeah. a leadership position, like an elected thing. Yeah, so, but he no, because he also is wearing like tons of military garb. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a military state, but I guess. It makes me think that there were a lot more like families living on the Death Star than I had imagined previously. There's like a daycare there. <laughs> so Luke did kill a bunch of kids. I mean, He's at a least child murderer, killed a bunch of just like his fathers, at the very least. <laughs> a bunch of civilians. Um, this is a tough one because if you go onto the Death Star, despite the fact that he at least had some leadership skills, you're gonna get blown up. Mm-hmm. If you go on Captain Hook's ship, you might just get randomly shot, and you're stuck like in, like stuck in Neverland for seemingly forever, getting terrorized by a group of children. Yeah, honestly, I don't think Governor Tarkin is really at fault or a bad captain because. He didn't design the Death Star. Yeah, but he, he didn't create that he, he situation. Was also, very arrogant and thought there was nothing that he was like, "We'll like flop, like swat them away like flies." Like he didn't take it seriously at all. Well, he was way and, overconfident. And, like and somebody, fair, like like some country we know in the coronavirus. I was <laughs> thought, I, I was trying not to make that <laughs> reference, but yes, <laughs> impossible for us to fail. We're yeah. like the big banks. <laughs> it'll never happen anyways so i feel like Dov- governor tarkin sucks he didn't take the threat seriously and uh then he you know he would have killed uh darth vader if uh he darth vader hadn't been like i'm gonna go kill Luke, my son <laughs> <laughs> Which, actually, that part of it is even creepier, like, once you know. Like, if you're looking back, because at that point Luke doesn't know. But Darth Vader knows the whole time. He's like, that's mm-hmm. my son. I'm going to go murder him. <laughs> yep. Get my ship ready. <laughs> I'm going to kill my son. <laughs> Seems like there'd be a lot easier ways to do it. The TIE fighters were doing a heck of a job beforehand, before he calls them off so that he can go after him alone. <laughs> He's like, with no. only two wingmen. No, Only I may kill my son. No one else. <laughs> his, like, strange samurai code uh, made it so only he could murder his son. <laughs> it's just bizarre. <laughs> See, if it was, like, bring your father to work day, that would have been interesting. <laughs> uh so if you have to choose which situation to be put in like, well knowing that there's obvious death or just <laughs> a likelihood of harm i would say captain hook <laughs> see I'm gonna at be- least you get to drink on duty <laughs> see i'm going the opposite direction because i get to live at like in a naive like security that I- everything's gonna work out and be fine <laughs> And then just explode randomly. (laughs) Whereas I feel like if I'm on a hook ship, I'm just living in constant fear of, like, the small group of children that are stabbing and killing me. (laughs) My boss, who's, like, a psychopath, (laughs) who just shoots random people, and the crocodiles are constantly... (laughs) I mean, yeah. ...surrounding our ship. Yeah, but, like, if if you watch the show Hook... Or watch the movie Hook, they have like a whole like mini little village. You're saying and they get to play baseball, so it's a whole well, play baseball. There's like drinking. They have bawdy women of ill repute. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of things you can do and still keep your job. Just don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be impossible to get shot though on the Death Star. You'd just get blown up. <laughs> With everyone being force choked? I don't know, man. Not everyone, just people that happen to get in the way of Darth Vader. Well, and also all the stormtroopers are terrible at shooting. They're constantly being killed. I guess it would depend on what my job was. Like, you're a janitor. Janitors were droids. (laughs) I don't want to be a droid. I'm I want to drink during the day and have body women. I'm assuming that in this situation they would just be like mm. they'd like put your like DNA in the scanner. They'd be like janitor. You'd be like, "Wait, I thought only droids were janitors." They're like, "Eh, we make an exception." <laughs> But they've given you way too much work because, like, they're used to droid efficiency. <laughs> yeah, twenty four seven, like never yeah, stopping. I, yeah, I so like, you have like thirteen decks you have to swab down. <laughs> when do I get a lunch break? <laughs> they just hand me a quart of WD forty or like some oil, some, some fifty eight fifty weight oil. <laughs> you can't understand your boss because it's also a droid. <laughs> Well, you'd learn the droid language. Apparently, humans all understand Droid, which I don't understand how that works. But uh, do they, or do they just like make assumptions? No, because like they have like very in depth things, except for when C three PO has to translate for some reason to have lines i guess uh for r2d2 but otherwise r2d2 can talk directly (laughs) to luke and back yeah that whole thing was a little weird i feel like luke has some like him and uh his father have some weird connection to like machinery that like is kind of unexplained and bb8 like doesn't have any like output it only has beeps and stuff and hit talks to ray and ray's like (laughs) He wants to know where you got the jacket. And I'm like, how did you get that from his, like... (laughs) He's a ball. He can't even do charades. (laughs) And maybe it's, like, um, their form of Morse code. Maybe. And Ray just happens to know robot (laughs) Morse code. (laughs) You'd probably get really good at robot Morse code uh, daffs if you were a janitor on the desk. I bet you it's way more efficient than, like, human (laughs) speech. I was... I would watch a sh- I would watch a movie like a short film with you being the janitor on the Death Star the day the day before it gets blown up. I just imagine like I'm terrible at my job. I've been slacking off for a while, and they're like, Tomorrow's your performance review. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> And I, I like break some really important machine, and I'm like, oh, uh, just put it in the closet. And then like the attack starts happening, and then like the ship shakes a little. I'm like, all right, no, 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 it's fine. They're gonna cancel that. I can blame that thing on there. Everything's gonna be, boosh. <laughs> yeah, everything's gonna be just fine. Then you get blown up. <laughs> we need to make this movie. I would totally watch this movie. It would be great. <laughs> Would you not tell me you wouldn't watch like a 30 to 45 minute like short film? On I mean, I'd watch pretty much anything Star Wars or Tolkien or th- the thing I would love about it is it would have almost no Star Wars stuff and it It'd just be you mopping floors in like a white hallway that kind of seems like it's on the Death Star <laughs> and like a robot would come by and beep instructions at you. There's- we just we just put a toaster on a roller skate and roll it across the ground, and they're like, "Oh, the droid." <laughs> uh, that turned out to be my favorite question of all time, <laughs> simply because I got to imagine you as a janitor on the Death Star. I've so- been a janitor many times in my life. It's my fallback career. <laughs> Mine is working at a box factory as quality insurance. <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh. So, what's your final answer? Uh, Neverland or <laughs> or the Death Star? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Neverland is still the better one. It's a tough one. I definitely agree that it's a it's kind of a tough tough question to answer because like like you were saying like if you're in Neverland like there are some perks like you could drink a lot you know you could hook up with some ladies of ill repute. You know, it's a tropical paradise. Cons, getting shot, killed by small children, or eaten by a crocodile, or getting put in the boo box, also terrible. Yeah, that was actually horrible. Yeah, that was like, like horrifying. Really, really bad. That gave me like nightmares. As until a child, later- that part freaked me out a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, pros of the Death Star is mostly just that you die without like knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And if you really like organization and rigid rules, I mean, hey, there's a lot of structure there for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so your answer is hook. I, I guess it depends. It's dependent on how long. Like if if like you live on the Death Star for a week and then you get killed, then like. Oh, man, I guess the re- it comes down to like, do you have quality of life? Like for like death, (laughs) or you like, like, which do you value more? Like which way you die or which way you live? Yeah. I mean, if it's only like a week, then I'd choose Death Star for sure. Yeah. If it's an indeterminate amount of time, then I'd probably choose Hook. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those questions that. People have a hard time wrapping their head around someone else's viewpoint. Um, And the example that my dad gave me when I was young was if you were to fall out of a plane with no parachute and you knew for a fact, there is no like getting out of it. You knew for a fact you were going to die when you hit the ground. Okay. There's no like, I'm going to catch a rip on the way down or whatever. You know, you're going to die. You hit the ground. Do you lay on your back and look up at the sky or, or or close your eyes, kind of the same thing, and just not want to know when it's going to happen? Or do you go face down, staring <laughs> into the ground, <laughs> screaming as it comes, reaching up to kill you? Because me, I have to stare down and look at it. I have to know exactly when it's going to happen. See, I'm the exact opposite. I think it's not about not knowing. It's more about, like, just enjoying the last moments of your life. Like, I would want to look up at the stars one more time. Just I would be like, be- okay unable to enjoy the moments of my life knowing that like any second i could die like oh my god i would like i would have i would enjoy the minute more knowing <laughs> i had 59 seconds than not knowing and wondering for those 59 seconds i guess <laughs> i guess to each their own so i don't really have a definitive answer on that question um but so you- a sign of good question yeah we'll have to revisit it later <clears throat> um, but you're definitively choosing captain hook and a Reuben sandwich and Reuben sandwich do you get the Reuben sandwich in in that scenario <laughs> i would hope so because if i'm on the death star i'd choose rubens all the way if i <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. so 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 your love for sandwich depends entirely upon location of course Rick. it does yeah Rick. The only – I guess I guess that does for me too. It depends if it's a cold sandwich or a warm sandwich because I'm not eating a tuna sandwich if it's in the Arctic. Yeah. Now, if it's, if it's a tuna melt and it's hot, absolutely. If we were in the Arctic, I'd eat a Reuben all the time. But like yeah. on a tropical island, no way. PB&J or, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tropical island, I would never do grilled cheese with tomato soup. See? But I would absolutely do that in Alaska. If I get to eat Reubens all the time or like nice warm sandwiches <laughs> – Then I might go uh, Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) So if I I were a janitor, I would know which kind of cleaning emulsions I could drink to get high. (laughs) 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 I'd make my own Captain Hook's paradise. I'd find the sexiest droid I could. Right? There you go. (laughs) Drink a whole bunch of... uh, The lack of women on the Death Star might be kind of unappealing. Yeah. And if they turned to homosexuality like pirates often did, it would be super weird since it's all the clones of the same people. (laughs) Technically, it's just masturbation then. Ah. (laughs) Well, that's a strange note to end on. But nevertheless, I think this has been an outstanding episode. I like it um so there you have it folks uh we've answered many of the questions that you never thought to ask (laughs) um hopefully this stirs lots of debate at home with listeners and uh maybe a fight or two and uh, maybe even a breakup (laughs) that's my hope (laughs) all right well i'm rick i'm devs and you have a good one wash your hands Don't kiss strangers. Yeah. That's good life advice in general.